0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court
1: is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite team.
0: And lots of hot takes
1: order order in the court
0: follow and listen to queens of the court on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts you're listening to the go birds pod a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds oh what's going on philadelphia Good lord. It turned into winter pretty quickly huh. and it's uh I don't know, it's turned into rain and smut and god knows what else smut. Yeah, I said it. Smut. It's smutty outside and uh uh it, it hasn't been a good week all around. I just feel like this is uh James, this is this has just been piling on top of piling on top of hey uh hey guess what? The Eagles aren't good. I know. I know they're not fucking good. They're not even. They haven't been playing well. Everybody's been picking against them. All of this other different stuff. I understand all that. I'm tired of hearing about it. I am. I really am. I just like all of all of the different stuff and all the different energy about what's wrong with this team. And uh, you know, Carson Wentz might be a little bit overrated, and they don't have any weapons. And this team actually wasn't good, or it's a fluke, or whatever. I, James, I'm tired of hearing about it. That's. I just like. I'm. I. I get it. I get it that they're in a tough situation, that this division actually still really sucks. I actually can't believe that there are a bunch of Dallas Cowboys fans thumping their chest at four and five, and that anybody actually thinks that Washington is a good football team despite their record. I just, I don't, I'm tired of hearing about it. That's where I'm at this week. Like, I'm just so done with... Oh, you know, the, this, that, and the other, and questioning literally everything. Just give it a fucking rest already.
1: God <laughs> damn. Can we
0: enjoy life? Go watch fucking Netflix for a day and get off Twitter for a moment. I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, I'm at that point in time right now.
1: Yeah, no, I feel you. Feel you. that way yeah, a little bit? a little bit. I certainly thought that people would not get as mad as quickly as they have, and I'm, I'm happy people care. It's better than being apathetic, but- I also heard a lot of people say, oh, if the Eagles win a Super Bowl, I won't criticize them for a decade, for the rest of my life. They were all liars. Yeah, everybody lied. Everybody lied. You lied. And I get it. Are you kind of
0: glad that they lied, though? I'm kind of glad everybody lied Look, I'm happy that
1: people care, and I'm happy that there's still that same intensity about wins and losses. But I agree with you. I also do feel like it's going a little far. I mean, I think that a a, – Guy like Doug Peterson, who I have been very willing to criticize on this podcast this year, and I think he has done a not nearly as good a job as he did last year, but. For there are people who are saying Doug Pearson's a bad coach and that he's not the right guy for the job. I for people saying, Oh, I don't have faith in the guy anymore. He won the only Super Bowl yeah, in this franchise in his history. And he did it with Nick Foles. Like, I just don't understand how it's this quickly we can go from the guy is our savior to the guy is a doofus. It's just look, I get it. It's frustrating to watch his team not play well. But they also played into February. It was a long yeah. season, the longest season they've ever had. A long off season. And sure, they probably there probably is a hangover. They probably partied too much. They're fucking humans. Like, yeah. that's what happens. That's a, there's a reason it's so hard to repeat in the NFL. And I'm not saying this by any means to say that that their season is over because like you said the NFC is just awful these teams are dog shit and they could easily win their last 5 against the NFC East and somehow win this division at 8-8 eight eight or 9-7 i'm not saying i'd bet on it right now the spot they're in isn't great but regardless it's more Tip the point, picks already. It's, more the picks point already. it's more the point that that man i get it i get, it's not that people aren't are angry about poor play or mistakes, I'm fine with that. It's how angry they are. It's the level of vitriol we're seeing. It's uh, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, and it, it's forcing... You're mad. You're forcing me, because I'm right there with everybody, and you're forcing me to be an optimist, and I hate being forced to be an optimist, because there's... Cause then everybody gets says, like, you know, oh, you're blowing smoke up everybody's ass, or you're not being a realist or anything. I... I I'm probably not like at this moment I'm like cuz like because i do not fuck it I think the Eagles are going to win this game. That's how I feel this week after all of the the just <laughs> the steamrolling of this team has no life in it and like you know just the back and forth and I I full, I'm saying this full well knowing James that Russell Douglas is going to get his ass lit up this weekend. It's and uh, that's a no brainer This game is going to be from the jump. The Saints are going to jump all over the the Eagles defense. Like I think it's going to be 14 to nothing before you blink. So wait, so you? I just was confused there. I thought you said you said. Oh, I'm taking just you yeah, know, I'm 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 taking you on a, a journey here because the
1: last time we talked, you thought that uh, I think we might have even made a bet that no one heard about that. Uh, oh no, about that's still, the spread of the game. That's still gonna
0: happen, but I'm because I think
1: it's gonna be a close game. I think the Eagles are. we'll really? get there. We'll get there. All right, but you I, just said you thought they were gonna win. You're just saying fuck it. I'm gonna tell people they're gonna win.
0: The Eagles. Yeah, yeah. I, I just because. You know, I'm like,
1: confused now. You're confusing me. Well, see, so
0: you, you just got to let me, you know, take take you on the road here, because this is this is what I mean. Like my body's so conflicted that I'm saying the Eagles are going to win, even though logically I know they're not going to. Like that's how it that it's that it's that back and forth in my body that keeps going like that. Of hey, uh, uh, I can look at this and and say the Saints are going to be up fourteen to nothing. Uh, in a blink of an eye, because it's resolved Douglas, because the secondary is banged up, because there's no... And, by the way, for everyone that thinks that this could be a shootout, uh, we can't say that. When, when is, are the Eagles going to click on their offense? I don't know. Like, we keep expecting this. Oh, it's, you know, the the over-under is what, like 56 and a half or something in this game? And uh, I don't know. Like, I want it to be a shootout. I want it to be all that. But I, I, uh, I you know, that's... I, I just... I'm saying, me saying all this, probably even still instills an Eagles victory because no one's expecting it. You know, I know this is
1: <laughs> this is
0: just like I, I and I won't. I'm not even going to pick them, but but for but I just have this feeling that because we are all looking at it in this perspective. And, you know, uh, Michael Thomas and, and, uh, you know, Kamara and all these guys. you're just saying irrationally. Irrationally, I just think they're going to win even though I know logically they're not going to. See, I
1: have a much more rational look at it. All right. You know, like pragmatic and all that. I actually think they could win the game for a different reason. I think they could win because, as we've talked about many times, I'm a big believer that football is... A lot of it's about execution, but it's a lot of times about it wants it more it's like it very, just is. Yeah. I and mean, we saw a Minnesota team or excuse me, a Buffalo team It was a 17 point underdog with Josh Allen going to Minnesota and win a football game because they were disrespected all week and they went and they wanted that game more. Minnesota took them lightly. And I don't think the Saints will maybe take the Super Bowl champs lightly per se. But I think the Saints are riding high a little bit. They just smoked the Rams at home. They just put up fifty on a not awful Bengals team in Cincinnati. They won in Baltimore. I think the Saints are feeling that juju, feeling that that you know we're we're the best team in the league type of feel and. I think that this is, look, the Eagles season, at least for those players, you know, we all know and we've talked about if they can win the five they have left against the division and uh, yeah, the four they have left against the division and then the Texans game, they'll probably make the playoffs. That's probably how it'll play out. But for those players, this game should be the season, everything on the line. This is our chance to turn things around. And I'm just hoping, I'm hoping that 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 hunger that we haven't seen, again, understandable. They just won the Super Bowl. I know we want them to be just as fucking hungry as they were then, but that's, it's hard to do, man. Like, it's not as human. Saints, no. It's not human yeah. to do it. So I, uh, I'm i hoping that we see that hunger return and that maybe, because the Saints are better, the Saints are playing better, they're executing better, everything, that maybe that hunger is enough for them to, you know, like we've seen other teams do to the Eagles, you know, wanting it more and, and kind of pulling it out. So um, the Eagles haven't been blown out in a game yet. I, I think they keep it close, as I've said, because of that reason. But, man, uh, look, uh, it's, it's a tough one to, to go into. I think There's very few people who think the Eagles will win this game. Yeah,
0: and the, the only reason why... You should, Because I know even when you're listening to this and saying like, there's just no way, there's a little bit of hope in the back of your mind. You're going like, all right, well, the Saints defense is really bad. And, and it's susceptible against pretty much everything, including the play-action pass. And, oh, my God, that's the other thing, too, in just saying, like, I, I made a comment last night because Aaron Jones had a pretty good catch for a touchdown or whatever, and I just said that would be nice to see in midnight. It would have been nice to see in midnight green. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like a million people that are saying, off of that comment, well, Doug will never run the ball anyway, even if they had him. And that's, guys, he has never been opposed to running football.
1: Never. I mean, he did last year a fair amount. Like, let's not get carried away here. And the difference is there's no talent in the backfield. Yeah, of course.
0: And, and, you know, that's play-action pass against uh, this secondary is the bread and butter. It's a ridiculous, I think Jesse Palmer had tweeted something out this week where it was... The highest in the league. Like, that, the Saints defense and the specifically the secondary are so susceptible to it. But, I, I mean, if you want does that mean Josh Adams needs to go for, like, 80 yards or 90 yards or put it in his belly rather than that? I just feel like with all the things that have happened here, James, especially, like, the, there are changes that continue to come with this team. And that's... A big reason, a big part of it, and also that buys don't matter really anymore. They don't help you uh, during the middle of the season. As the, I think, with thirteen teams since two thousand eight, have won coming off of their bye week with a a, a five hundred record or better. You know, so that's that's not even half the league anymore. Plus, you know, you're trying to get Golden Tate in here. Uh, Lane Johnson said on the player show on WIP that they he doesn't even really rec- recognize the locker room because of the injuries, because everything's in and out. And then you start hearing other things from this week, like Jason Kelsey was talking a lot about accountability, and he phrased it in a, such a weird way that it wasn't like, I don't mean that people aren't calling each other out when they're supposed to. Uh, I, I think he just seems we don't have the same type of leadership
1: in the world. Yeah, he mentioned Selleck. He me- he's like, you know, we miss guys like that. Like, they were, and Torrey Smith, he just... It's it, look. I think it seems like, especially with Malcolm Jenkins coming out, I'm basically saying the opposite, like more or less, like not saying the opposite, <laughs> yes. but but I think it was Tim McManus asked him about the Kelsey quotes, and he's like, maybe on the offense, I don't see that on our side yeah, of the ball. It's Not happening here. He's like, on our side of the ball, I just don't know anyone I'm playing with. Yes, uh, but uh, I think that I think these guys are grasping at straws. I think they're trying to find answers. They're trying to say they're trying to put their finger on something that they can't put their finger on. This yeah. it's not the same. They just won the Super Bowl with like. As we've t- discussed a million times, the greatest like locker room chemistry thing we've ever seen, and now to come back this next year and it not to be the same, and you're losing games, and that's breeding less of that chemistry and whatever. I think they're getting to a point where they're trying to put their finger on it and say, where was that? Where was that special thing we have? Where is that juju? And and you can never recreate it, obviously. But I think for those guys, they're just trying to come up with something, try and figure out what's wrong and and obviously multiple players have different perspectives on
0: what that is. And this is something you know I've debated for a long time where it's, you know, is it the wins that made the chemistry or was it the chemistry that was already there? And, Honestly, this is the difference between having a little adversity and really having none last season. You were rolling. I
1: mean, everybody's well, feeling I mean, confident they lost and good. And, Carson Wentz. Let's not talk about uh, towards no adversity. the end. Of the, I'm just saying, right, like, during, right, right. But, but like that's you, what pumped them they up with like had adversity. I mean, they team. lost Jason Peters. They lost Sproles. I mean, they still dealt with adversity. Sure, not the injury's not as bad nor as position specific as this season. But they dealt with adversity. I don't think that's fair to say. I, I don't think. Yeah, it, but they were. I'm
0: saying they were they were winning a lot of football games before Carson Wentz went down. And but that's still, a big you still
1: lost, right? It made a difference in the sense of you the home team, you have the home field advantage, which was crucial. But that's not losing your quarterback in any week heading into the playoffs is a massive adversity, especially when he's the MVP. I don't think that's fair to say. I think maybe they're not, they're not as bad, like they weren't as bad on the winning, field. They were in a better position those, when it happened, but like that's, too. but that's the definition of adversity is losing your MVP candidate. At week thirteen, like that's the quintessential no, version. Yes,
0: I'm saying they're four and five right now. They weren't four and five last year at this time. Sure, but what it's, is, a, bi- it's a it's a bigger difference to me in in terms of I okay, we were winning. Football I know what games, you're saying, like they could believe
1: in the team because of that. But at the same, I I, I get what you're saying. I just think that. I think that losing your quarterback is as much adversity as anything could be in that same way. No,
0: it is. I'm. 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 I am i am i am do not I don't care, I don't befo- care about the wins before Carson. It before doesn't matter. Carson. Is my point that doesn't uh, does matter. matter to me? How does that matter? The because point- you're 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 winning football games despite losing Jason Peters. Right, despite but then you Darren lose sports, Carson right?
1: Wentz. That's like a different thing. That's a, a completely different situation. You know, even if. You know, Doug believed in Nick, and we we've talked about how he might not have, and they figured it out. And they, well, that's I guarantee you, the players yeah. didn't. After so, what's the what's the? I don't get it. I don't. I, I I think that's as big adversity as they are at four and five. I think it's just as big.
0: Ah, because well, you just big. You had a guy that was going out and winning football games, for you you, you, and had, now, you had the
1: MVP winning football games, and then you right. lose that guy. So like, I don't. I if I I would say it's bigger adversity. Well, you could tell. You could
0: tell, year. but once the the team sunk a little bit. During that, we were all noticing it. Like, the defense sunk a little, then the offense sunk, and then everything. I'm just saying, like, overall i i don't think you can you can do that so many times well, of in course. a row. it's a
1: unique special thing and you're of moving bodies
0: around so people are feeling a different energy so it's just, you know what i'm saying if you flip it and they were if they were seven and three right now then they they were, none of this would come up or seven and three they can't be seven and three they've only played nine games but if they were whatever the math is seven Six and two or
1: seven I don't, <clears throat> I don't know though I, I i know what you're saying but i don't i think i don't think it's apples to apples i don't think you can make that comparison like i think i think losing your MVP quarterback is so unique at that point in the season, especially. I almost think it's more adversity. Even though you've won the games, you're still like going into the playoffs as the one seed with your backup quarterback. I think that's its own type of adversity sure. as
0: well. I'm just saying that, like, it's clear that everyone is is searching for answers yes. and they can't come up with any. And if they were winning games, they wouldn't be searching for answers. That's all. That's all which yeah, is, which I is, guess is like so. a very but generic I mean, thing to yeah, say. I, I know guess, what but. you're saying.
1: I, it's back to the whole winning cures all thing. And I think it cures a lot, but I don't think that. I think that part of the reason they're not winning games is the the situation they're in. So I I, like it's like it's hard to explain. I I understand what you're saying. I just don't think that if they were seven and I think if seven and two we would certainly be bitching a lot less and there would be more harmony around the locker room. But I don't think it would solve all the issues in the same way. You know.
0: Well, yeah, especially with uh, if the injuries were exactly the same, it certainly wouldn't. And that's. I guess the other thing I don't understand about this week, too, is, listen, I'm glad it sounds like Timmy Jernigan's going to go. And that's also something that Lane Jensen had mentioned on that player show, which nobody really picked up for some reason, which was, hey, um, Timmy Jernigan's going to play next week. And I don't know if he meant, like, the Saints, because it was on a Monday, or if he meant that they're going to play, you know, after this week or whatever. But the other thing is, Richard Rogers first one off of IR, maybe it's because, He's the healthiest one, and they're concerned about everybody else. I just don't think they have
1: enough guys who they think they can bring back, is my takeaway from that. Like, it's Rodgers is ready to go. You get seven games of him or whatever. And then, you know, they're like, maybe Mike Wallace can come back in December, the end of December. We don't know what the deal is with Matt Collins. I think it's based on the fact that they looked at it and said, all right, like, this is. The health situation we're at, and Richards the only one who's really ready to go. Like we should bring him back, and we don't know if we're going to have another more than one other guy who could bring back. I just don't know what he's going to. And and you're probably right, but even in
0: implementing him here, what does it really do? <laughs> like what? Uh, unless well, you Doug lose really Josh
1: Perkins, it's a you so know just fine. You, know. you need another tight end theoretically. I, I get it. And uh, I mean, they it's, not gonna, still, it's not a game changing type of thing. I don't think anyone no. should be looking at bringing someone off IR I and mean, being like that will change everything. I mean. Maybe Mike Wallace, if he were pelt. I mean, if Rodney McLeod could come back, which he's not, that's a different story. But yeah. I just don't think that that they it, believing that someone was going to come off IR and make a massive difference on this team was probably not a yeah. Smart and just way to in terms of
0: it's that you know at first I go, oh wow, does this mean that they really want to run more thirteen personnel and they haven't been able to because when well, Josh Perkins just isn't that good and he's been hurt, uh, or does this mean you know because they just traded for Golden Tate. So it's it's not like that. They're just suddenly gonna be like, okay, never mind. We're just gonna run.
1: They should fucking 13 use Tate is what they should. Say. Yes, that's and just that's fucking use the guy. And, and yeah, that was kind of a. It was ridiculous. Silly. I hated his excuse. I hated everything about it. It's you got this guy in here. Like, run the fucking plays that are in his package. Then, like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, it's in ridiculous. The offense, yeah. Yeah, or yeah. we? You know what? Figure it out. Like, I I I don't want excuses. You had. It's whatever, twelve days to integrate Golden State and the Golden Tate into the offense, and you're telling me we ran hurry up? He didn't know the hand signals. Sorry, that's bullshit. Like it's a uh, it's bad coaching, it's bad preparation, it's bad everything. It's uh, inexcusable. Like you trade a third round pick for this guy. You need a weapon. He's the most dynamic guy you have in your offense. The moment he steps on the field, you got to fucking use that guy.
0: I have a theory, <laughs> and granted, it's probably a bad theory. I think he's covered for Carson. I think Carson dog is covering record. Yeah, I think Carson felt uncomfortable. I don't
1: know about that. You think so? Yeah, I think just Carson another felt uncomfortable. I don't uncomfortable think I don't think I don't after, buy
0: that after his first No, I'm not saying like it's valid like I Oh,
1: know, no, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm going First against interception, your theory. Goes,
0: just give me, give me what I'm used to. Give me Jordan Matthews. I'm comfortable with Jordan I
1: don't Matthews. think that's it. But I, it's an interesting theory. I, w- I don't yeah. think that's it. I, it's interesting.
0: He just disappeared. Like, it's just... They didn't run hurry up the whole entire game. They I know. They don't run it, so... It just seems a little does, weird to me. Yeah,
1: I just... But, but why would Carson... I mean, like, Carson feel... It's just throwing the ball to a dude, like... I know.
0: Well, and, and hopefully you would think, like, a better dude to throw to... Yeah. ...to go help you make plays. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, because... I, now I'm curious. I gotta. Go. I'll go back and look. Somebody uh, tweet at us. Go ahead and start tweeting that out. At uh, Go Birds if you can uh, remember, or if you remember how many like snaps Jordan Matthews had, because I think it, uh, yeah, wide up to thirty, forty percent, somewhere around there. Anyway, uh, that's that's the kind of the only hope in this game in this weekend is him. Though you agree with that? Like I, if Golden Tate does not get involved, forget it. Like what was the point of all this if he's not? If he's not? If he doesn't have? 10 targets if they don't have, like, tunnel screens or bubble screens there. Who cares? Just whatever you can do to get the ball in his hands is the only is the only way that I see, like, this offense can actually get going and to make us think that that Super Bowl offense is somewhere in there.
1: Yeah. I, look, I think I, – Wentz. I think it has to be Wentz. But I know what you're saying. Like, sure, yeah, yeah, I think Tate has to unlock Peterson's creativity, aggressiveness, like we talked about. I don't think he's been nearly as, as creative, as good at getting people – in space and free in space, using motion to create mismatches—all the stuff that he was so great at last year—we haven't seen nearly enough of that this season. Whether it's because defensive coordinators have adjusted to Doug or whatever, we need more. And I and I was hoping that Golden Tate, as like a Swiss Army knife type guy, would come in and kind of unlock those creative juices for Doug. Regardless, I, I mean the like like you discussed. I mean Tate, but once the, the offense, like the offense. If they have any chance in New Orleans, it's the offense being able to keep up. That's it. That's the only shot they got. And Golden Tate is the only dynamic piece that they have there to kind of make that work, at least who's not, you know, I love Hurts, I love Jeffrey, but they're not dynamic, you know, speed guys who can make things happen once the ball in their hands. Like, Tate gives them something they haven't had, and and they need to score points. So, yes.
0: And that's the other thing, too, I guess, and I brought it up, you know, in the beginning, but... I um I don't know why it's suddenly so popular to be like well, Wentz is overrated or like ah he hasn't been playing as well as he can. I mean he had that's what I was worried about when we did the post game. I was saying you know we have to take the kid gloves off a little bit. Like you can criticize Carson Wentz because he didn't play good, and it's one game out of you know what it, a, a few that hasn't been. Uh, I I think he's been spectacular in pretty much every other game. There's the clutch thing which is still hanging out there, which I think is whatever. But the guy, I mean, if the guy is coming off of ACL, MCL, I like all that. And we just expect him to suddenly just be the same MVP candidate that he was last year. And I know that's the expectation for a lot of people. And we can't necessarily call him, you know, our next Brady or Mont- Montana and have those expectations. I think all that's good. But I mean, I, I don't I, like there is no way that you know, people always look at time of possession and I will always defend this point uh, from Chip Kelly and uh, whoever else, because there's a lot of people that say it. time of possession doesn't fucking matter. It's how many offensive snaps that you had and they don't have many, you know, and partly is because of them, too. I mean, the fumbles, the interception, it's not it, it's they are Wentz is the the cause of all those things. But uh, it, it, I, again, I think it's swung too far the other way. Like, do you think that Carson is is in any of those categories that have been talked about this week? Is it, you think he's a little overrated? Do you think it's no. You know, he's part of the reason why the offense has been struggling or anything
1: like that? No, I think he's been great. I think that, you know, obviously he has had some issues at of games. He needs to take care of the football. He's made some, you know, mistakes. But I think he's also, look, he's more accurate than he's ever been. Like you said, uh, you know, you can't expect him to come out and be the exact same guy. It's going to take time going to take the whole year for him to really feel comfortable again, that knee going out and testing it the way he needs to, the way he needs to run, the, all that type of stuff. Um, I think there's things he needs to work on. As we've discussed, I think that he's still trying to make things happen downfield too much at the detriment of plays that are there in front of him that he can make and pick up yards, you know, screen passes, the stuff to like... The wheel routes, like all those types of things, that he's just missing because he's always locked down field, and and again, that is a great quality to have. But he, that's his biggest issue right now, in my mind. But I look, I I think that, and I think it is fair. Look, if Wentz is struggling, criticize him. I don't think he's beyond criticism. Yeah, he
0: absolutely deserves it. You
1: know, like the the end of the Panthers game was brutal. Like the start of the Cowboys game was brutal. He's had some rough, rough quarters some rough halves, but I think on the whole when you think about where he's coming back from and what he's doing I think he's been pretty outstanding uh and and certainly am I mind not the reason just scores more points but I think that's as much yeah. a reason of the offense the play calling the way it's put together and and look I think time of possession can matter I mean it mattered last year I, I agree the snaps matters more but time of possession is it can matter if you're winning games and if your defense on the f- if your defense isn't on the field a lot and all that type of stuff that helps it does help but the way this team is playing, it really hasn't made a difference. And you know what?
0: Like, you are – speaking of that, I know that uh, – I, 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 I if even saying that, I think that's the strategy that they should take this weekend because um, as much as you're never supposed to blitz Drew Brees, I would rather have him paper cut you to death in this one rather than score quickly. So uh, w- I guess what I'm saying is Jim – who gives a shit? Just send the house almost every time. <laughs> like I just just let them let them do whatever, and maybe that actually is that more means of a paper quick cut. scores. Yeah, 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 that's the other way around. You're, you, what you're actually, what you are is like play zone all don't the time. blitz. Yeah, Four yeah.
1: rushers. Hang back. Yeah, yeah.
0: Sticks defense every play. Let them tire you out so the fourth quarter everybody can blame the defense. It's, uh, I I don't know. I just think you're gonna have to make some a, a lot of different choices here. I don't think. I don't know. I, I I have no idea what to tell the offense because it's usually probably going to be wrong. If I'm going to tell them to start quick and, and move and get as many possessions as you can to go up against the Saints, they can equally do it the same. So you'll probably will see uh, somebody kind of uh, I, I would assume Doug pro- probably tries to play uh, the long drive seven minute game. Uh, as we're going in here So uh, As always If you want to chime in 267 245 Is the uh, The Go Birds voicemail Or you could tweet us Go ahead and start tweeting that out At Go Birds Pod As we uh, get everything rolling And uh, uh, There's uh, There's quite a few of you This week And we appreciate it So again 267 245 Hey guys uh, Love you guys Just listening to uh, Around the Locker Room Today For the first time And Um when you got to the part about the draft picks and winning the Super Bowl, I got to totally, totally agree with James on this. I totally understand, uh, Elliot's point of view. I, I get that building for the long term and the future and everything, but I waited 65 years for a Super Bowl. And I think what Howie did, and I think James is totally right. He gets guys that are going to help you win that Super Bowl, the first one. And Elliot, you're, you're fine, but you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay. Talk to you later. You're wrong. There has never been a, a larger loss. I think Ellie has taken. I've never since felt we've been more together. confident
1: about an argument in my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sure I won in the moment. I'm still so sure now. Thank you for the confirmation. You're good already. Though I just own this oh, soul. Maniac. On that. Great
0: stuff. Weird stuff. But it is a of fun to watch. That design's amazing.
1: Really good stuff. Maniac.
0: The- Thank you for Go the Birds. recommendation. Go Birds, as always. Yes, always, always, always give Netflix recommendations. Have you seen Maniac?
1: No, I want to watch it. Jonah it Hill, I must own one. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, and I want to see it.
0: Can never really tell if it's uh, like 1980 or 2046. Because they keep throwing you it off. It's a fantastic, fantastic series. Hey guys, this is Matt down in Richmond, Virginia.
1: Hey, I'm a diehard Eagles fan. Used to be a season ticket holder before I got transferred uh, down here for work. Just like to say, down here in Redskins territory, I somehow made friends
0: with a lot of Redskins fans. And I got to tell you, confidence in that team could not be lower for a six and three <laughs> division winner. so I think our window of opportunity is still open. Uh, it's going to be a tough road, but I think we can do it. Like you guys said, 8-8, eight, eight, I might get the job done. Maybe get Tim Turner to get back and Fletcher Cox having a big game, pushing them big guys into Drew Brees' face, getting some trouble. We'll see. Love this team no matter what, though. You guys keep doing a great job keeping me sane down here in Redskins territory. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. And this is what I keep saying. I mean, like, the Redskins are terrible. It's like the 10-6 and 6 chip year. That's what it feels like. Or it's like, you know, the, the Giants, when they were propped up by that, what was that, 11-5 and five season a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. Like, the numbers just don't add up. I, I, if, if if Washington doesn't feel confident, I don't know. I don't know why we can't say that they could lose five of their last seven. You know, they have tough games. They got another tough one game, another one coming up here. So, I'm not saying keep the faith. I'm just saying somebody's going to be 8-8 eight and, eight and win the division here. One thing I don't understand with this team is the lack of attempting explosive plays. I keep thinking back to Sunday night's game and that 50-yard pass to Aguilar from Wentz. Beautiful ball, uh, beautiful catch. It's lost and everything because of the results of the game, but why can't we come out and, and test that on play one? Why would you ever run it on second along long anyway? I just feel like there has to be a way that we could keep him open downfield.
1: Yeah, look, Andy used to love to do that, to start the game off with the deep pass. I don't even know if it—I agree, just period, whether it's first down, second out there. They need to open up the field more, whether it's with Aguilar, whether it's using Golden Tate in that way. He's fast. Just uh, Sheldon Gibson can't smell the field so I guess that one's over but I, what look, did he do That's they, what I they need they need to do that they need to open up the field more I think it's a great call it's something that this offense is missing it a, a, lot, like, a they need big plays and B they need to stretch a field I think it makes a lot of sense I think they've
0: tried to do that so many times too and it's a it's a bunch of different Things like the opening play against the Cowboys, is they just don't have well, don't have Zacherts. Freaking try and block Demarcus Lawrence, but like they, you know, they've tried to get him into space. And the times that they tried to go deep against Dallas, I think early on, were so just. I don't, I don't know. Like it's they. As much as the we criticize him holding on to the ball, there's uh, there's also not enough time to have those things develop because there hasn't been any uh, any downfield threats. James, should we make
1: some picks? Dying to, Johnny.
0: It's time for the picks. Hit me. It's time to ring the bell and play some bets.
1: Hey, I don't want your money
0: punching my money. Here come our NFL picks. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the Money, 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 money. money. <laughs> The picks are brought to you by the Casino at Delaware Park, where you can watch and wager not only on Sunday, but Saturday as well. NCAA, NFL, the whole gamut, even they probably have, I don't know, water polo going on there. Literally, you can bet on everything. It's the Casino at Delaware Park. It is a lottery agent of the Delaware Lottery, and you must be 21 to play, but you do not have to be 21 to watch. And you're damn right I'm going to the biggest matchup of the week. No, it's not us in the game against the Saints. No, it's not anybody else on the slate. Let's go to Los Angeles where this game was supposed to be scheduled in Mexico City. Unfortunately, uh, who was it that ruined the, uh, the, the Shakira. field? Shakira's big old hips uh, made, this, made this game free in Los Angeles for a lot of season ticket holders and the rest. So it goes from minus one to minus three and a half for the Los Angeles Rams. James Seltzer, who are you taking? It's
1: too many points. I don't know who wins, but I, I think there's a three-point game one way or the other. I think a lot of points will be scored. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to take Andy, into L.A. Uh, the, the hook there, the half point, makes me pretty feel pretty good about it. At three, it would have been a tougher call, but three and a half, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Uh, I'm also slamming
0: home the Kansas City Chiefs. The 1B or 1A football team in this league. I think Kansas City absolutely crushes the Rams and everybody wakes up and says, oh despite Patrick Mahomes being an idiot for putting ketchup on literally everything, including mac and cheese and steak or whatever. He's still pretty damn good. And the Chiefs ketchup versus... Is
1: great, so it's a good job by Patrick <laughs> yeah, Ketchup's terrible. Not on Please. steak and mac and cheese, but ketchup rule.
0: It's just the, he's one of the... Uh, the, the uh, put it on everything. He asked for... Heinz is is literally going to give him an entire supply of... Uh, a lifetime supply of ketchup if he scores 51 touchdowns or 57. I don't oh, yeah, know, what I don't know. I'm
1: sure you'd afford a lifetime supply of ketchup, so right?
0: All right, let's head to uh, Washington as uh just I'm I'm waiting for them to break and Houston's rolling in uh, as a 3 point road favorite here. And uh again, this is a this is a really tough one. 42 and a half the over and under. I think we can say are you back on Bill O'Brien being a good coach? I can't remember.
1: No. I'm still out.
0: <laughs> still out. I I mean, I I think I think the Texans This is this is all you got to do. You have to score first, and I think the Texans can score first. I'm gonna take them in the points. Uh.
1: Ring the bell. I don't want it to be. I hope I'm wrong, but I, uh, I and that's why I didn't ring it with much enthusiasm. It's kind of a lame ring, but <laughs> it's a home dog. Washington. I keep thinking Washington's gonna lose. They don't lose. I'm just gonna say, all right, they'll probably win. Fuck it. I'll take the three points at Elm. home. Home dog. Home man. dogs have been the
0: way to go this year. Yeah, it has been. Uh, I, hope, I hope I'm If right. I chose, yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> uh, oh, no. Not, not just the one. Just the one home dog as uh, Atlanta is taking on the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, it's open at four and a half. It quickly went down to minus three. Which makes me a little uncomfortable. Makes me a little uncomfortable. The Falcons have been inconsistent as well, but uh, I mean, can we really expect the Dallas Cowboys to win two road games in a row? James Seltzer.
1: No. No, we can't. <laughs> I said this is pretty simple. I'm taking the Falcons, laying the three. I feel fine about it. I, I don't know if they blow them out. Atlanta laid a shit bomb in Cleveland last night. They're not a very good team either, but... No. Better than they... You know, they started one and four. They won three straight before last week. laying it dead I think they come home, right the ship, and take care of though.
0: Yeah, so do, so do I. So we're really only opposing each other against uh, Washington there. And then uh, I guess we should kind of roll on down and I mean I'm going to have a fun time hopefully with the fans of Philly and uh, me and Elliot are going to be down there so anybody that is in New Orleans please let us know uh, New Orleans is a great city we're going to be staying at the Sheraton uh, downtown I guess on Canal Street so if you're anywhere around there uh, I plan on going to Cafe Du Mall like 50 times it's pretty good because I heard the beignets are not Touristy. They are legit. And the coffee you said is really good. Coffee's
1: amazing there. Yeah, it's legit. It's not, it's touristy, but for a good reason. It's not like like Pets and Jeans. No, it's like a legit, it's one of, it's an amazing place. All of New Orleans, Orleans, you can't go wrong. It's so much great food. All right. So I've been
0: yelling about, you know, forcing to be an optimist here, right? And the Saints are an eight and a half point favorite at home. Um, Like James said, it's a little high. You know, the Buffalo Bills think of that way of, Major upsets, or who thought Matt Barkley was going to do anything against the Jets and that mentality? If we really got to dig that deep, I love it. I love it. It's not going to happen. <laughs>
1: like, <is this? laughs> it's not
0: going to happen. You know, I the Saints are going to absolutely blow his fucking
1: team. Wow! Out of water. Yikes! I'll, Brutal. Yeah, I just I'm sorry, guys. Fine, I'll no. ring the bell on you. Ring it. Yeah! Fucking Bell, yeah. The Eagles are uh, are gonna keep it close, like I said before. I, ah, you didn't say win. He said keep it close. I think they might Notice win. The terminology. I can't say that they. Will. I mean, that would just sounds stupid to say they're gonna win. But I think that I think they got a shot more than I think most people do. And I just don't think they get blown out. I think that season on the line. I think this team shows a little bit of fight. They haven't been blown out yet this season. They haven't That's lost true. a game by That's nine true. points all season. That's so, true. All right. I, I'm gonna roll with that. I know the Saints are really good. They're great at home, but. I think the Eagles cover. I do. I don't know if they win. I they probably don't, but I I think 9 points is too many. Uh you might be uh, Let's make a bet. What do you, you said two touchdowns? Yeah, I'm, I'm a, yeah, I think it's going to be 14 nothing before
0: we even get, a, Let's get make, a soda in our mouth.
1: Yeah, I I'll, I'll give you a, a 12 point line. <laughs> a 12 point line. All right. I'll still I'll yeah, take the Eagles uh, plus 12. Uh,
0: uh, all right. What are we going to do? Oh, you know what we should do? We should let let us know. We should let everybody know. Us. Go ahead and start tweeting that out. At GoBirdsPod. What should we bet? What should the bet be? Because I... Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints minus 12. Because it's just... Because I'm going to have fun. Wah. I hope... I just hope there's a lot of alcohol in New Orleans. Well, yeah, told, I don't I mean, think to worry about alcohol. that. I think
1: that's what they do down there.
0: Uh, all right, gang. Well, final thoughts from you, James?
1: I got nothing, man. Yeah, it's... Uh, New Orleans... Yeah, anyone go to New Orleans have fun, because that city fucking rocks. And... Whether or not the Eagles play well, don't let that uh, ruin a a trip to one of the best cities we have in this country, if not the best.
0: Yes. Um, My final thought is save podcasters save audio <laughs> if i can tell you one thing just fucking hit save as soon as you yes done. because we have kapatied this episode once I, again i will back and this guess up guess what guess what the show was really fucking good oh the
1: first, the first one was, it was great really good. it was a really good this one. this is
0: a broken version of the, of the best <laughs> version that we have and i'm really upset by it I like i couldn't I couldn't, right. I couldn't tell you how I, like James and I literally fucking slapped hands at 2.45 p.m. Eastern and went, that was really good. That was a it good was a organic conversation, and then you try to recreate that organic conversation. It's not as good. It's just not as good, yeah. and I feel like I've let everybody down. So right. for me, we'll get him next I apologize, time, we'll get him next time. but fucking can we get a computer that can handle more than 17 gigs worth of memory? Is that fucking possible? I know it's on me. I'm not trying to point fingers to deflect. Blade. It's on me. It is on me. But a computer would help.
1: <laughs> but a computer
0: from this fucking decade would help. That's all I'm saying. For James Seltzer, I'm John Barcher. This has been Go Birds, episode number 31, right Jayla here. The Show, baby. Radio.com. Oh God, please come back, Jim.
1: <laughs> Radio.com.
0: Sports Radio 94 WIP.
1: Go Birds.